All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Grip 6. Grip 6 is uh, it's going to change the way you look at your socks. Really will. Their wool is moisture wicking. What, what does that mean? It sucks the moisture out. Uh, it's naturally antibacterial. It means you can wear them for several days in a row and they won't stink. I mean, who wears socks several days in a row? I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. Look, here's the thing. I wear Grip6 socks. My wife wears Grip6 socks. They're really good. I really like them. They hold up. Um, you know, they don't, they just, they don't wear out uh, quickly. They keep your feet cool. Uh, and they're great, uh, you know, from Rocky Mountain states. Their socks are knitted in a factory in Utah. Throw out the old wool socks and try these. Grip6, you're going to love them. Grip6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, I we just were talking about this yesterday, and I asked a guest uh, who was on the program, do you really think Disney learned their lesson? And he said, and I've heard this everywhere, and it would make sense, you know, they've lost billions of dollars, literally billions of dollars. $50 billion. $50 billion. Since the war with Florida began. Right. Uh, and then, on top of it, they were the most trusted ba- brand. Uh, it was in the 70% of just trust Disney. Nobody was even close. They lost 30 or 40 points on that. I think yesterday. it was 50. 50 yeah, 50-some points. Okay. They didn't learn their lesson. Yesterday, they came out with their new LGBTQ clothing line for children. A new clothing line features the rainbow pride flag printed on t-shirts, baby clothes, bracelets, sweater socks, backpacks, and other items. It is made specifically for children. So they didn't learn their lesson. But this is where I want to start. Not with Disney, but the war on our children. You need to understand this is not a passing fad. This is one side left standing. Who who are your kids going to trust two years from now? Are they going to trust you or are they going to trust the public school that is now turned against them? We're going to talk about the war on our children in 60 seconds. LifeLock. You know, kids can be targets of identity theft, just like adults can. This is why I have LifeLock. Um, I've had it for my kids since they were born. We took out uh, we took out LifeLock insurance for them so they could monitor their social security numbers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So when they become of age and they're going to get a credit card or want to try to go buy their first car or whatever, <laughs> buy their first car. Oh, that's funny. Um, 
they, they'd be able to, uh, you know, have good credit. The other reason why we have LifeLock is my wife fell for a scam uh, online. Pa- PayPal, she wasn't paying attention and said, hey, you need to update your uh, uh, pass, uh, password and information. Just click here. She clicked on it. She gave him social security number. She gave him the passcode, everything. And then as she hit send, she went, oh, wait a minute. That's not really PayPal. Uh, and so the first thing she did was call LifeLock. Before she called PayPal, she called LifeLock and said, I just did something really stupid. And they said, don't worry about it. Everybody is falling for these things right now. Um, they you know, made sure that our insurance was good so we could fight it. We have a, a, attorneys. Uh, they, they did everything. They said, we'll alert you if we see it. Thank you for alerting us. Now go call PayPal. LifeLock, you need it. Identity threat, threats, uh, threats are everywhere. Nobody can stop them all, but LifeLock is the best. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BEC, save 25%. Now, I want to give you a, uh, a story from the New York Times today. Orange County, California. In New York City, the nation's largest school district has lost some 50,000 students over the past two years. In Michigan, enrollment remains more than 50,000 below pandemic levels from big cities to the rural peninsula. In the suburbs of Orange County, California, where families have moved for generations to be part of the public school system, enrollment has slid for the second consecutive year. Statewide, more than a quarter million public school students have dropped from California's rolls since 2019. And since school funding is tied directly to enrollment, Cities have lost many students, including Denver, Albuquerque, Oakland. They're now considering combining classrooms, laying off teachers, or shutting down entire schools. Altogether, reporting the New York Times, America's public schools have lost at least 1.2 million students since 2020. State enrollment figures show no sign of a rebound. Broad decline is already underway in the nation's public school system as rates of birth and immigration have fallen. (laughs) Immigration has fallen, Uh, particularly in the cities. But the coronavirus supercharged that drop in a way experts could not even say could easily be reversed. Quoting the New York Times, no overriding explanation has emerged yet for the widespread drop off. But experts do point to two potential causes. One, parents have become so fed up with remote instruction and mask mandates that they started homeschooling their children or sending them to private or parochial schools that largely remained open during the pandemic. However, there is another option. According to the New York Times, Other families have been thrown into such turmoil by pandemic-related job losses that they may be homeless or school closures that their children just simply drop out. Mm-hmm. Now, educators and school officials are confronting a potentially harsh future of lasting setbacks in learning, hardened inequalities in education, and smaller budgets. This has been a seismic hit to the public education system, says the director of the lab at George Washington University. Student outcomes are low. Habits have been broken. School finances are really shaken. School finances are shaken. How much money did you get 
in COVID relief. You asked for like $50 billion, and I think you got like $120 billion. And schools were like, what do we do with this? Higher equity and uh, diversity training people. Okay, so here it is. The New York Times is saying, wait, you know, we don't know. It's a bad problem. It's a very, very bad problem. And we don't know what might have caused this. Well, let me give you one story also in the news today. Strangely, not in the New York Times. Last year, the school district of Philadelphia encouraged teachers to attend a conference on kink, BDSM, trans sex, and, quote, banging beyond binaries, end quote. It was July 2021. The District Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, what? Oh, they could think they got all that money from the government. Sent invitations to the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference to teachers and staff on the Philadelphia Connect mailing list, promoting a conference as a way to learn more about the issues facing the trans community. The conference was organized by the Mazzoni Center, an LGBTQ activist organization. Uh, forgive me, but that's how they describe themselves. I, I, I'm worried about the two plus people myself. Um, they've, um, they are working currently and have worked with the Philadelphia School District on sexual education programs. Now, <clears throat> videos that are publicly accessible, at least right now, on their website, show that the conference went a little further than the school district's euphemism about issues facing the trans community. The event included sessions on topics such as the adolescent pathway, preparing your young people for gender-affirming care. Excuse the language here, but bigger dick energy. Prosthetics for sex. The ins and outs of masturbation sleeves. And transsex banging beyond binaries. It's beautiful, it's tender, and it's, no, it's what I want my teacher of my kids to attend. I feel totally comfortable. Other presentations at the Trans Wellness Conference involved explicit sexual themes, as if those weren't. Chase Ross, a transgender activist and YouTuber, hosted a series on Packers. I don't even want to know what those are. The most extreme presentation of the three-day conference was trans sex. Jamie Joy uh, led that. She's a self-described kinky, polyamorous, pretty big slut. And Lucy Fielding, who also is self-described as white, queer, kinky, polyamorous, visibly able-bodied, Jewish, Jewish, witchy, non-binary, and a trans femme. Those were the people that led uh, the discussion on the politically correct anatomical language to use in school, including, remember, the politically correct anatomical language such as the front hole and the back hole. Also, they shared personal information about organizing orgies for participants to explore their fantasies and perversions in groups. Uh, now, remember, this is not a fringe activity. 
the center that organized it receives more than $5 million in government contracts. That's last year. They run the sexuality programs in schools throughout Pennsylvania. The school district in Philadelphia has partnered with the Center on Sexual Health Research and uh, student sexual education programs. So there you go. Um, Now, back to that unrelated story in the New York Times. Uh, Kids are leaving public school and they can't figure out why. Do you think it's because, um, Pat, uh, of all the homelessness? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that would be my guess. It'd be your guess. Yeah, be your guess. Uh Um, By the way, um, in in a completely unrelated story, um, a, uh, a teacher A married Pennsylvania high school director was arrested for a sexual relationship with a female student after her irate husband alerted administrators. She was taken into custody and hit with two counts of sexual activity with a 17-year-old student. Her husband, who did freelance work for the school's music department, found incriminating messages on his wife's iPad after coming home from a recent trip to Florida. Um, He immediately alerted the principal. According to reports, uh, his wife declined to immediately turn herself in. She surrendered after she sang in a local concert. Um, Remarkably, this school has had this happen before. In fact, the woman who was having sex with a female teenage student replaced um, the the predecessor of her, Jonathan Piano, uh, Pirano, he's 37. He also was charged with sexual misconduct with students. Uh, he allegedly had an affinity for tickling the feet of his students and forming inappropriate close relationships with them. His criminal case is pending. How many of your t- teachers tickled your feet? All the time. Um, all back in the day. The yeah. time. I think all of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for the homeroom teacher. Mm-hmm. Everybody else tickled my feet. By the way, I don't, I don't want to leave the impression that, you know, what I told you about that conference where the mm-hmm. teachers were invited to go and explore their kink mm-hmm. happened in Philadelphia and the Pennsylvania school districts. Um, and I don't want to leave the impression just because <laughs> these two teachers are from the Pennsylvania school districts. It is. I don't know that they attended that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have just been sexual predators on their own. You know, they may not have needed any training. So mm-hmm. I don't want to besmirch the people who, you know, held that conference and tie them in to these two. No, I'd be no. wrong. In it CD. would be wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't imagine why. Get your kids out of school. Mm-hmm. Get your kids out of school. Our kids are under attack. They, they are absolutely under attack. If they get our kids to believe these things, there is no morality. There are no more lines. They are teaching your kids that you are not trustworthy, that you need to have a bond with the teacher beyond your parents. Jeez, what could go wrong with that? I have to tell you, if I found, you know, my brother, my sister, having a conversation with my children that involves sex at all, and they said, this is just our little secret, 
Oh, man. I, I don't care if it's straight sex, whatever. Get out of my house. You are a danger to my family. That wouldn't happen in my family, let alone a teacher. Oh, that's definitely not grooming. Really? You're grooming my children not to trust me. By the way, um, I saw a story today. I didn't pull it. I've got to pull it for tomorrow. I'll share it with you tomorrow. Um, There is a a school that now says 80% of their children, 80% are transgender. 80 percent Isn't that weird science says uh, that it's 0.7 percent of the population mm-hmm. but uh, schools are finding out that's wrong that's it's wrong. more like 80 huh? it's more like 80, 80. i don't huh. know what's causing that wow that's um but that is weird we should just a little high we should mutilate their bodies and uh-huh. immediately pump them uh, full of uh, hormones hormones we uh, i mean Absolutely. i think it should the only be thing done you can do it is the right thing to do and if yeah. you disagree with that you should be destroyed American Financing, NMLS 182334, org. By the way, I have some good news. I have an answer to the New York Times uh, where those kids are going. I actually have the evidence of where they're going. Coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about American Financing. If you think mortgage rates are high now, think back to the way they were in the uh, 1980s. Yesterday, the Fed came out and said there is no stop. There is no number high enough for interest rates. We will get this inflation under control. Uh-huh. Well, back in the 80s when, when inflation wasn't this bad uh, and we hadn't made the mistakes that we have made now, uh, that was a 19% interest. Can you even imagine what that will do to the, the heart of the economy? Okay, so anyway, um, please pay off your high interest debt, especially your credit cards. They're at 20% right now, 20% interest rate. Every single month, pay those things off. American Financing can show you how to do it, please. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Mm. Wow. Wow, now... Let me give you some let me give you another story completely unrelated to the New York Times or any shenanigans. I mean, let's be real. That's what they are. These shenanigans that are being overhyped uh, by these teachers unions and the the gay agenda. (laughs) I mean, what a conspiracy theory. Let me give you some good news. In the same week, the New York Times was digging for any kind of dirt it could toss at Hillsdale College and their charter school initiative, a new DOE rule went into effect. By the way, my slogan is, you know, we've used that entertainment enlightenment uh, thing for a long time. My new slogan on my show is abolish the Department of Education. I'm not sure it's going to drive a lot of people to the show. But you never know. A new uh, Department of Education rule went into effect. The rule added some 14 pages of federal regulations on the traditionally local process of charter school application, approval, and administration. Among other things, the rules would give school boards and community leaders a unilateral veto over new school uh, applications. 
Okay, so what the, what the DOE is saying is, hey, we just want to work together as a community in these new charter schools. And look, you have to partner with a local school. And that local school, if they are okay with you starting a charter school, then we are too. We are too. Just share all of the information that you have with them. Uh, and, uh, and then we're totally cool. Really? So Walmart could build a new Walmart as long as Target says it's okay. That's fantastic. Okay, so here's, here's why this is happening. Uh, this is happening because charter schools are successful. 69% of the 3.6 million students, this is according to the New York Times, that go to charter schools, 69% of them are students of color, two-thirds from low-income households. According to the National Alliance on Public Charter Schools, charter school enrollment, now, remember, 2021, 2019, public schools, their membership went down, and they can't mm-hmm. figure out homelessness. According to the National Alliance for Public Charter Schools, charter schools enrollment has increased 7.1%. While public schools have seen a 3.3% decrease, a drop of nearly 1.5 million students. Well, those are the exact numbers of the public schools that the New York Times gave. Why didn't they talk about the (laughs) 7.1% increase of charter schools? Charter schools are not governed by school boards or teachers unions, but by their unique charter and founding board. So last thing we can have happen is students get a good education, one not controlled by the federal government. Abolish the Department of Education. Also, money has to follow the students. The best thing, the best line I read in the New York Times today was these schools may close. They're not funded well enough. They may just close. Good. Good. Let them close. They are destroying our children and destroying, honestly, the future of our country. Close them down. Pull your kids out now. The Glenn Beck Program. So uh, there are several reasons why I'm sleeping better. Um, but many of them have to do with my pillow. I can't believe I'm the guy on the air saying this about my pillow. And because really, honestly, I, I was going to turn the stuff down because I didn't think I was going to like it. Mike Lindell sent me a pillow and I'm like, okay, I'll sleep on it. I slept on it one night. I didn't like it. He comes in and he's like, you really don't like it, do you? And I'm like, nah, I can't do your ads. And he said, you have the wrong pillow. Let me send you the other one. Sent the other one. I came back. He was gone. I came back like a week later, and I'm like, geez, I got to take the advertisements because I like it. And then I got his Giza Dream Sheets. I love those. Crap. I'm the guy now going, MyPillow. Uh, MyPillow.com. I love them. I love them. Try them. 60-day money-back guarantee. Just try it. And if you use my promo code BECK, you'll also receive a copy of Mike Lindell's book for free with your purchase. It's two for one right now. Check out all of the deals at MyPillow.com promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, live or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast.
Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Tonight at 9, a uh, Glenn Beck Wednesday night special. The Biden crime family. Why Hunter's secrets are really all about Joe. They're doing everything they can to bury this. Now that it's out, they're trying to make it about uh, Hunter. It's not. It's about Joe Biden and a crime family. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. If you're not a member of the Blaze yet, will you please join us? We'd love to have you part of the family, and we really need your support. BlazeTV.com. BlazeTV.com. You can see it tonight while it lasts on Blaze TV YouTube. Uh, and uh, join us tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. One of the guys I've wanted to talk to for months is a guy who was born into a military family, Air Force, um, and uh, he's a he's a really, I think, a decent American that was caught in kind of a Hitchcockian sort of uh, film because somebody walked into his computer repair store uh, and said, hey, can you uh, can you fix this? Well, that was Hunter Biden. And his life has been an absolute hell ever since. He's on with us now, John Paul Mac Isaac. Uh, uh, Isaac, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me on the show. You bet. Um, so, can you tell me this? This whole thing started on a Friday night, and Hunter Biden walks into your shop, right? Yeah, it was uh, Friday, April twelfth, about ten minutes before I closed, and uh, on a Friday night, I was kind of excited to get out of the shop. Uh, unfortunately, that excitement was uh, shot down when uh, Hunter walked in clutching three liquid-damaged MacBook Pros that he wanted to get data recovery from. Did he? Um, uh, did you know who he was at first? No, I'm, I'm visually impaired. So okay. I, when people walk in the store, I can't really see who they are. Uh, it's, it wasn't until uh, I started collecting his personal information and I requested his name and phone number and okay. email uh, that he, uh, and he was surprised that I didn't recognize him instantly. I, I guess he thinks he's some sort of local celebrity. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, take us through what happened. You had the laptops and you were asked to take all of this information off the uh, hard drive. When you do that, normally do you see what's on the hard drive or is it just a transfer? Well, in a, in a perfect world, if it's, uh, if it's, say, a transfer from a perfectly healthy machine to whatever the customer wants me to transfer it to, that process is generally automated. Um, in this case, the, the, the one laptop that I was able to recover data from and that I actually checked in, uh, that was a liquid-damaged machine. It had power and stability issues. So I started to do a transfer, and the power cut out on it. So I had to basically piecemeal the transfer over the next couple of days where I'd get it to power on long enough for me to manually drag a folder to drop it to our secure store server. In that process, because it's not automated and there's no automatic verification process, I had to verify that the data I was copying was intact. And it's in that verification process that I was made aware that uh, there was some sensitive, embarrassing, and potentially criminal material on the laptop. Okay, so you fixed it, and you expected him to come back, and you weren't going to do anything with the laptop, right? Well, at that point in time, uh, you know, I, I completed the repair on April 16th or 15th. I gave him a ring to have him drop off an external hard drive so that I could transfer the data back. And he did. He came into the shop, dropped off a two-terabyte Western digital external hard drive, I believe he got from Best Buy. 
And I proceeded to copy the data that I recovered to that drive. He also requested that I uh, pay him electronically through the Square uh, mm-hmm. credit card processing, which sends out an email and then an automated reminder. I then proceeded to call him the next day to let him know it was ready. And then I continued to proceed to call him to let him know it was ready uh, for a couple of weeks after that and never got a response again. So after 90 days, what happens to the laptop? Uh, it, after 90 days on the paperwork that he signed, it clearly states that after 90 days, the, the, any abandoned property becomes the property of the Mac shop. So okay. when it became my property, I wanted to make sure what I had seen was real because I hadn't looked at the laptop during that entire time. And I think it was mid-July where I finally dove into it. And that's when I, because mainly because Barisma and Hunter were in the news cycle yeah. during the summer. Yeah. Uh, I was very concerned that, A, somebody would come looking for the embarrassing content. Uh, when he dropped off the laptop, his dad wasn't running for president. Right. But two weeks later, his dad's running for president. And I fully expected the Secret Service to kick down my door and take the laptop and me away. It, it's That's not terrifying. unheard of. And I think, I think we've seen uh, demonstrated uh. recently that the Secret Service is the Biden's cleaner service. So I, I had a legitimate fear. And then also my concern that there was material on the laptop that was part of a criminal investigation. So and so you, you I, gave it to the FBI. You at this point still trusted the FBI somewhat. I trusted, I trusted the FBI enough to know that this was the proper channel. This is what I had to do. I didn't, uh, after witnessing what happened to Roger Stone uh, that previous January, uh, having witnessing the uh, weaponization of the Department of Justice and the FBI of mm-hmm. the Mueller investigation, mm-hmm. I, I was definitely concerned. So uh, that's why I enlisted my father, who's a 31-year career military colonel, to go to the Albuquerque FBI because I didn't. I was trying to keep myself out of this like a secret. I had a business and a, a place in my community. Sure. I didn't want to lose any of that. So I enlisted my father. He approached the Albuquerque. Uh, I want to say it was October 8th uh, of 2019, the um, Albuquerque FBI office, and he was promptly kicked out. Uh, he was asked to lawyer up and don't talk about this. And Holy cow. He made, he made an effort to try to get them a drive, and they seemed not interested whatsoever in, in, in touching it with a 10-foot pole. So uh, we, we felt pretty defeated at that point, and it was about a month later when an FBI agent reached out to my father in an effort to get a hold of me. A couple of weeks after that, I had the FBI meet me at my house. I expressed my concerns for my safety and what I was hoping to achieve by going to the FBI, which was basically get this thing out of my shop right. and give me some level of protection. If, if somebody comes looking for it, I want a phone number that I can call and you know, I'm, I have someone that I can reach out to should something go bad. When, and, when, when this finally broke in the New York Post... You were destroyed. Your business was destroyed. You were, I, what was it, 51 different intelligence um, uh, experts signed a statement saying that this was Russian disinformation, which made you, you know, in league with the Russians. Uh, yeah. I know because we reached out to you and you were like, I'm just trying to get out of here. I don't want to do any interviews. I want to get out of here. How afraid for your life were you? Uh, it, you know, it, it really started the morning of October 14th. Uh, the New York Post released a story at 6.30 in the morning, and I was getting death threats by about, you know, 6.45. Uh, 
so it didn't take long for people to make the connection. And then it really didn't. Initially, it was, you know, I'm a hacker. I'm a thief. How could I do this? Yeah. Uh, then then it, the narrative slowly shifted to, you know, Putin thanks you for your service and, you know, you're a stooge for Russia. And, and to have that that idea out there that I colluded with a foreign power to affect an election. I mean, that's that's treasonous. And, you know, I come from a very distinguished military family. And to have that, uh, have the label traitor attached to my name is just, it's, it's devastating for me. Did you ever, ever think that your country would do this to you? No, I, I didn't. I really did not expect uh, what I witnessed on October 14th. I mean, within three hours of the Post releasing the story, there was this digital iron curtain that descended uh, around the story and anybody trying to report on it. The New York Post was blocked from Twitter for two weeks. I To see that level of, of collaboration and collusion, I, I figured out rather quickly that this had to be something they, they were prepared for. They were waiting for this to happen. And I think uh, when Zuckerberg was dragged before Congress, uh, what, on October 25th, and he said that the FBI reached out in late summer to uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Google to warn them of a massive dump of foreign intelligence that's going to affect the election uh, and to be ready for it. And I can only imagine that that was because on August 28th is when I overnighted a copy of Hunter's Drive to Rudy Giuliani's office. And if they had the next week, the FBI warned them, it kind of begs the question, who was under surveillance? Was I being monitored or was the uh, office of the uh, president of the United States being monitored? You uh, you recently filed a lawsuit against uh, Adam Schiff. And I just I want to say I love you for that. Uh, CNN, The Daily Beast, Politico. Why are you suing these guys? Well, I, I think Adam Schiff is, is pretty clear. He had no problem going on uh, Wolf Blitzer on I thought, the, eight, uh, the 16th of October to tell the American people that this was a operation run out of the Kremlin. Um, he's supposed to be the chair of the Intelligence Committee, uh, but he was handed zero intelligence. If anything, the intelligence community at the time was trying to convey that this had nothing to do with Russia. And uh, he went on, on the news anyway to, to spread this narrative. And I think that that's a major problem because that the narrative that was spread is the narrative that seems to be sticking for a lot of things. Let's blame Russia. Let's blame Russia for the 2016 election. Let's blame Russia for collusion with Trump. And they tried it again, except I'm the last person you could ever possibly call a Russian. My family has a history of fighting during the entirety of the Cold War against communism. So I think they just chose the wrong guy. You sound pretty together, and I'm glad to hear that. Um, I, um, uh, we, we prayed for you. I think a lot of people in the country prayed for you. Um, I'm doing a special tonight on how this is about Joe Biden. Um, I'm not sure how much of the laptop you read because it's yours, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the FBI has it now. I, I gave it to them. They gave me a receipt for it. But you um, don't wait. I, I, You'll never get it back. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, you have a copy of it, though? Didn't you? I mean, I would have. Mm -hmm. I've seen you did. OK, well, good. Did I you made a copy? Yeah. I made two copies before I went to the FBI. I made a copy to give to my father so he could go to the FBI with it. 
I also made a copy to give to a, a close friend of mine who, should anything happen to me, she had a, explicit instructions to hand deliver this to the one person that was in the Ukraine during the summer of 2019, looking up the same information that mm-hmm. I was in possession of. And that was Rudy Giuliani. And this was a decision I made back in October, early October of 2019. So time passes, almost a year goes by, and it turns out that that would be the same drive that I would mail to Rudy Giuliani. I am in possession of my father's copy, which predates Rudy. So if there's any question out there of any data that's been erroneously or maliciously added to any copies that are out there, we have a copy that predates Rudy's that we can always compare it to. And I've definitely offered that as options to anybody who uh, questions the integrity of the data. That's you know, out there. the media says that they are, you know, they're, yeah, we, we, we realize now it wasn't a Russian operative, you know, a Russian operative and a Russian op. Um, however, they're making this about the son, not the father. This is clearly about the father, don't you think? Uh, that was my concern. I mean, yeah. the concerns I had for national security weren't about Hunter. I mean, sure, there was like, wow, this guy's getting incredibly reckless with this technology. I wouldn't be surprised if the Russians had a copy of his laptop or the Chinese had a copy of the laptop. So, yeah, there was that level of Hunter-based national security. But to see how Blue Star Strategies was on a weekly basis sending information directly from the White House, not the vice president's office, but the White House, all policies towards Ukraine, anything that had to do with Ukraine, including the vice president's travel schedule, which Mm. should be a state secret, was being sent in the open, not secured to private Ukrainian citizens that were running a natural gas company that employed the vice president's son. That was a concern of mine, because this is stuff that you shouldn't send out in the open, and you shouldn't send to somebody yeah. that's going to financially benefit your offspring. And now that we are involved in war, I, I question everything that is, is mm-hmm. going on. I, I can't thank you enough, uh, John. And is there, is there a way for people to help? I know that there's a uh, give, send, go, because you are under tremendous financial pressure. Um, and I think you can just go to give, send, go, build back. Mac, Isaac, uh, I S A A C. Is that is that the best way to people help you? You know, uh, my friend Kristen, I didn't. I've never wanted to profit off of my actions during this entire process. Uh, even even when it came to mailing a copy of the drive to Rudy Giuliani's office, I right. refused to take a credit card because I did not want. I've seen yep. how money can pervert noble efforts. Yep. I did not want to fall into that trap. And I still was kind of reluctant to go with any form of fundraising because, again, I made my bet. I'll lay in it. I don't right, right, right. American people to foot the bill. My friend convinced me, plus Miranda Devine informed me that you know my, my, uh, any money that I plan to achieve through my book will probably take a while to get there. So I needed to do something or I'm not going to survive this. Okay. And we need, I need to survive this so I can continue to fight. So my friend set up my gifts and go for me, and I'm grateful. Actually, I, I do want to say how I am completely astounded by the support that I've received, not just monetarily, but prayers and just general support from all walks of life and all corners of this country. I'm glad. And I can, and I can tell you, I, that support's given me the strength to make it this far. Cause it got pretty dark like a year and so ago. And, you know, I just, if it wasn't for this, the, the support from the American people, I wouldn't have the strength to continue this fight. And John, now I know how big this fight is. I, I got to go uh, against the network break. I'd love to have you on again. Give, send, go, build back Mac Isaac. Back in a minute. Uh, let me tell you about uh, 
Well, let me tell you quickly about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Real estate agents, if you're looking to buy or sell a house right now, it can be dicey. You could be, you know, getting too little for your house and then paying too much for the next house. You need somebody with real experience. We'll find those people in your area for you. All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, I really want you to uh, go to Give, Send, Go if you can. Build back Mac, Isaac. Uh, it is so important. This guy lost his entire life. Uh, he had a very successful business. He had to shut his business down. He had to move away from his lifelong community. Mm. This is this is a bad episode. This guy fought back. Let's help him get back. Give, Send, Go. Build back Mac, Isaac. I S. AAC. This is the Glenn Beck Program.